0: What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonoff71, and your auditory canals are locked into episode 110 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. as usual i'm not in the digital studio alone along with me we got my partners in crime we got Dez, aka the bay area terror aka high-res hater aka cat daddy what's going on brother
1: <laughs> not much uh, i can't wait to see what my next monitor is going to be <laughs> i know but uh, but not much it's, happy it's
0: to a, be it's but, a memory exercise for me to remember hey you know whatever works
1: buddy i'm i'm here <laughs> for it so um yeah so i'm here Happy to be here as always with my good buddies, uh, my partners in crimes. Uh, the other cat daddies, you know, that's what our next thing should be because we all have cats. I mean, regardless of what you think, Bobby is your cat. So, so, yeah. so we should yeah. all have like cat, cat daddy, uh, cat daddies, you know, podcast, <laughs> video game cat daddies, you know, Dog daddy or, over here, <laughs> Game and Cat Radio, <laughs> GCR. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I know, I know. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, my friend?
2: Not much, man. Not much. Just enjoying uh, these. Uh, I had yesterday off. I have Monday off because of the holiday, and I took Tuesday off, so it's almost like a little mini-vacay. So. Awesome. Nice. I- nice i am definitely i mean i thought about like because my boss was all like oh we have this meeting on tuesday and it's like i'm thinking to myself okay you guys can handle it yourself too bad so sad yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good i'm, I'm good. grown
1: they do the, they do the
2: work yep you got it so
3: <laughs>
0: well all right then well folks our first topic on the docket as we get this episode underway is as always is going to be the playlist So, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off this time, man? What you been playing?
2: Well, why don't we go and kind of engineer a group discussion on Monster Rise a little bit? Yeah, I was playing that for a little bit, but uh, because of the fact that the um, demo progress is not counting towards the actual game itself, I just uh, um, basically played it with you guys in a group for a couple of sessions. You know, we finally got a three-player session going on Mm -hmm. a little bit, and we're taking on... I I forgot the name of the... um, intermediate monster on oh, no, i forgot the name of it starts the, with the name. <laughs> novice monster as well but uh you know the i'm not intermediate. one to. yeah yeah king, uh, the, isn't
1: it king something or another
2: i mean we can look it up but we're not going to do that so yeah, yeah we're
1: not going to do that yeah, but it, it is a monster
2: that has yeah. been in, in the previous iterations of the series as well has so, it i don't, I don't think it was yeah no it's it's a, it's oh, actually okay. an old monster yeah
1: because i know the intermediate monster is new yeah okay yeah all right well cool
2: yeah, but uh, I enjoyed from what I played so far. I'm getting used to the wire bug a little bit more on there. Um, I was watching Gaijin Hunter for a little bit this past week and they were showing some like helpful hints on there. Even with the insect glaive, you could actually use it as a like a thing to stick it on the side of the mountain to actually traverse instead of using the wire bug or in in lieu of <laughs> also using the wirebug. So it looked like it was kind of cool, but I uh, enjoyed what I played so far. Um, as far as using the M Classic, I actually was able to get my switch set down to 10 uh, 720p, so it actually looks good, up better upres than what I did on my initial playthrough. So, um, so I'm pretty excited for it, but at the same time, it's you know, it's only so much I could do with that demo without you know just tinkering around. I rather actually have my progress carry forward to the actual game. So I'm not sure. How much more i'm actually going to play around with it you know i'm more looking forward to the actual original the actual release of the game so i could actually you know why am i gathering if it's the point that <laughs> and none of the stuff i'm gathering is going to pro- you know carry over or anything like that so it's some sometimes the dna of monster hunter it's like you know um especially with playing like looter uh, rpgs like diablo it's like i want to gather everything i can resources i can from the field and with this, it's like there's no need. So, mm-hmm. so. But what are you guys' thoughts as far as the gameplay and everything? Uh, you know, I kind of want to kick it over to you, Kev, because I know you're still kind of a little bit leery about it. I don't know if you want to want to talk about it here, a little bit.
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, I think I'm. I think I'm in i in, I'm in a holding pattern with this game. Um, I don't. It, I'm not going to get it day one. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it at all. And it what it what it really boils down to is the only other game I can compare this to is is World. And maybe that's fair. Maybe that's not fair. But I mean, it is what it is. I I never played the portable games. The only other one was that one I tried that was on the Wii, the Wii U rather. Was it the Wii or the Wii U? I can't remember.
2: It was the Wii U. It was Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate.
0: Ultimate. I didn't like the mechanics in that game at all. I never played the portable game, so the only thing I have to compare this to is World, and for fair or not, World grabbed my attention, like, right off the bat with the demo, and this game does not. It's... I don't like those those, uh, line bugs the functionality with those line bugs. I watched a couple of YouTube videos trying to figure out particularly how they work with the the great sword and I for the life of me I couldn't get that stuff down Pat. Like I, I couldn't figure out I couldn't figure that stuff out at all. Like there's a vertical move, there's a horizontal move, and then there is a whether each weapon using the wire bugs has a special attack. And the special attack with the great sword—it's almost like uh, the sheath attack with the uh, the long sword. And for the life of me, I could not get that thing to connect, or not—not not even connect, but just to activate. So I don't know if it's a timing thing or what have you. The the feedback I'm getting from the um, the Pro controller, the Switch Pro controller. It's not the same as the Dual Shock, you know. So, you know, call me. You know, maybe I'm just been sp- spending too much time in the stables. But the Dual Shock is just for a game like this. Just feels much better. Um, even though I do like the Pro Controller, the Switch Pro Controller a lot. I think it's a fantastic controller. I just for this type of game, it's I'm I'm just not. And it, maybe it's just I. I'm just not, you because I can't get these moves to activate, maybe I'm saying it's the feedback of the controller. I don't think it's that. It's just, it's the game. Um, So there's a vertical attack with the bugs. There's a horizontal attack with the bugs. And then there's a sheath attack. I'm talking specifically about the longsword. And I was able to get the vertical attack to activate a couple of times. But even that was just it, it was it was almost hit it was too hit or miss. And when I say hit or miss, I'm not talking about the fact whether or not I hit the monster or not. I'm talking about whether or not the attack activated because when the attacks activate, your weapon glows and it goes into the uh, the attack animation. and doing the same move over and over again, sometimes it would activate sometime it sometimes it just wouldn't and i just found that extremely frustrating um so i'm i'm kind of i'm 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 thinking i'm just going to hold tight for world two because i'm sure there's going to be a world two at some point and i think that's when i'm going to get back into monster hunter it, it this 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 just did not grab my attention like world did and for for reasons that I mentioned earlier, aesthetically, and then now spending more time with the mechanics, I just can't get I just can't get them damn wire bugs to do what I need them to do. So I, I think I'll be saving my money. <laughs>
1: okay, that's definitely totally you know what's up. Um, so for me, I I'm kind of where Joe is um, with it, uh, meaning that I. Um, yeah, uh, once you once you realize you can't um, save anything or you can't, um, uh, it doesn't go, like the progress isn't saved, because uh, I've played these games before, multiple iterations, uh, damn near every game, so it was like muscle memory coming back for me. Yeah, th- there's a learning curve with trying to get the um, wire bugs, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that I can get that. I'm not really sure, you know, uh, what was going on with that. Also, um Um, but I have to agree with Kevin though. It, it, it is a little wonky because it's different. It's, it's different enough from the clutch claw, um, that, that is making it like mastering it a little, a little harder. I think, I think using it with, uh, certain weapons is easier. Like I found it easier to do the moves, uh, with the sword and shield, but that's because I'm a sword and sword and shield main. And so maybe I'm able to just kind of Understand what's going on a little bit better. I'm not really sure um, while, I'm, while I'm using Sword and Shield, but um, one of the things about it was was for me like I really only needed to play it like five or six times uh, to fi- to really see. Okay, you know, is this game gonna grab me? Is is this Monster Hunter that I remember? Is this the Monster Hunter that that really feels, you know, amazing to me? And and it was so. So I'm I'm excited to try it out. Uh today one purchase for me. Um I probably will not be playing the demo that much anymore unless, you know, Joe well, you know, wants to hang out and kick it and play it. Um I do wanna I probably will end up playing it again to see how the controller is, because I've only played it in handheld mode on my uh Switch Lite. So I've never played it, you know, on a on a um um uh TV. Yeah, on a TV. So I don't know the difference, you know, on a big screen TV and stuff like that. Um, and well, when I play it on in handheld mode, it just reminds me so much of of playing it on my uh, 3DS and every and, and and that. So so for me, it was like, okay, like I know how to play this game that way. I've played it like this before. Um, I understand what's going on. Let's you know see what what's up. So so for me, part of it was like coming home a little bit because I was like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> I can feel what's going on. Okay, I can see this. Okay, you know. Yeah, it'd uh, be
2: kind of weird for me too because I don't have a Switch light. You know, I'm stuck with the bigger Switch. And so um, I could definitely... I played hundreds of hours of Monster Hunter on portables, you know, because of between what PSP and... Yeah. 3ds i mean it's just like you know for a while that was monster hunter's home you know for
3: yeah yeah
1: so so again um i i think i think it's going to be fine uh will it be earth shaking groundbreaking no i think there's just enough you know i mean come on it's 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 monster hunter it you know what it is it's like getting it's funny it's like it's like having a whopper or, or another, or, or, or like having your favorite sandwich, you know, or your favorite burger. And you look at that burger and you say, okay, the foundation is there and this is burger. But, on, but in this outing, I'm going to add, you know, extra pickles, some bacon, something like that. And then the onion next rings, time you man. have it, or, or next, exactly, next time you're going to add onion rings to it. But it's still a burger. And I think that's what Monster Hunter is right now. I think they innovate just enough you know, to make you salivate and then you eat it for a while and then you kind of move on to something else because at the end of the day, it's just a burger, you know, and, I, and that's why I use this analogy because, you know, for Kevin, you know, this burger didn't really kind of look right for him or didn't taste right, which is fine. Which means Kevin's going to Kevin's going to wait for world's like you said before, which is basically, you know, that burger with an extra bun, you know, <laughs> or, or sorry, or, or with an extra patty, you know, because, you know, they're going to innovate a, a little Damn, bit, dude, you're making without. me hungry. It's i'm sorry anything. i haven't eaten yet either so, so maybe i am a little hungry so
0: but Me again <laughs> exactly so we're all hungry talking about i'm thinking it. colorado grill today
1: there you go so so th- there you go so it's a it's a video game foodie uh <laughs> podcast
2: we should, i was we gonna should ask you something kevin just to kind of clear to air if you were gonna play something a little bit more um ranged in rise like maybe the bow like you're used to like you played in world do you think uh, not getting the wirebug combinations wouldn't bother you as much on there because i know i wasn't i haven't checked out any of the range weapon like you know videos from any of the content creators but i'm i'm sure especially if you're playing range i'm not sure what type of combos you're going to bust out with the wire bug because uh, i thought wire bug combinations at least from what I saw, is more like close-up and melee uh, type of thing. So.
0: You know, um, I looked at the bow gameplay, and a lot of the... Here's the thing. When I watch the bow gameplay, a lot of the vi- visual cues that are in World are not in Rise. What I mean is your arrows, as you shoot them in World, there is a distance effect. Where you actually see them disappear, and then you see a visible hit on the monster, that's not in that's not in Rise. At least in the gameplay that I was watching. Now I wasn't watching on a four K screen. Well, I was watching it on my MacBook Pro, so I don't know what the what it, I don't know what the visual. I think it's four K OLED, uh, AMOLED screen on the new one. I'm not sure, but I was watching it on my computer. And the vis- visual cues that I use on the bow are not present in Rise. You just, it, it's hard to tell whether or not you're hitting the monster until you, until you make it flinch. So if I was going to, if I have, the, like I said before, if I have the need to go back to a, a ranged weapon, I just go back to world. It, it because every those visual cues that i rely on are present and I, at least i didn't see them being present in the gameplay that i saw in rise i have not tried them uh, because the weapon that i want to use in rise doesn't work out i just don't feel the need to try a weapon that i've already used before uh because again world is my first is my first and preferred experience in this series. Everything else before it didn't yeah. appeal to me. It's, so, your, it's your baseline. Yeah. I totally
2: understand. So. so,
0: I mean, you guys having played the the mobile and everything before it, you know, maybe this is more to the, to the type of uh, Monster Hunter you prefer, and that's fine, but I'm a world guy, you know. And I everything every future game in this series, I'm going to compare it to World, and if it doesn't match up, I'm not going to play it. And it's, I think that's that's one of the things. Whether you got a series that has run as long as Monster Hunter has, is that you know, when new people get into it in different points, and you know they're going to, and I freely say, it's a rough, it's a rough row to a uh, row to hoe because you've got to keep the people that have been with you for the longest time and keep those elements of that series that they loved in there but you're trying to build your base to build your sales to bring new people in and it's a rough it's a rough thing because I, I know a lot of people that are been down with monster hunter did not like world a whole lot uh um, oh. So. It's just
2: like if you're liking a band, you know, if you're going to accuse a band of selling out because of the fact they want to do something different than the ABCD you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. on yeah. there. And, you know, the people working on Monster Hunter now are not the same people that were working on it when Monster Hunter 1 came out. So, I mean, yeah. pretty much... I, I don't called. think
0: you guys like World as much as you liked other variants of the series.
1: Oh, no, no. I, I really... Yeah. I thought I thought World was fantastic. I thought it was a great move into a better direction, and into a really fantastic direction and i think you can see um a lot of world in in rise um because i mean think about it the I, i'm not gonna lie the the wire bug is just a reskin of the of the clutch claw i mean let's be completely honest you know and that's fine you know i, I think mm-hmm. they're able to do more things more things with it but i think that they i mean and when you and when you go to mining spots and you actually just hit it once, and you get everything you're supposed to hit. That way, you don't have to keep continually mining. I mean, these are all you know things to make the player experience a lot, a lot more forgiving and a lot easier. Um, and I think that was all done because of because of of uh, World. So yeah, so I I, I, I love the innovations of World and how it made it easier. So I I thought I thought World was fantastic. So I mean I mean completely honest, you know, Kev, I would really I mean, to be completely honest, I would prefer for Rise to have been World Two. Honestly, to be completely honest, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that way we have like Super the Greatest. And I'm gonna, I'm actually going to, I'm actually gonna 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 go against the um, the, uh, the 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 uh, the the high res hating the high res hate <laughs> uh, because I really liked the way the monsters looked and and the way your character model looked and, and the way you looked on the PS Four. So while I am okay with going back to a quote-unquote traditional Monster Hunter experience, uh, I was spoiled with them graphics the way it looked. So, but again, will that will that completely hurt my hurt my experience enjoying it? Definitely not, because again, you know, high res at, at the most part resolution doesn't really you know play that big of a factor. If the gameplay is fun, I'm probably gonna play it, but. But again, I I honestly would have preferred a uh, world two, you know, and have and have them and have this part be another village of hunters that were on another unnamed continent that they found, and so what happened is you know you know you go to this like 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 sort of how they did in world except uh, like the fifth fleet or someone from the fifth fleet goes to this next area and finds these hunters and so you are you are a new hunter in this new hunters land and so you have to learn their stuff and how they do things so so it's like it's similar but it's different because they've been isolated so so i think that would have been a really good narrative to bring people in you know as you know and to keep people from world you know kind of plugged in you know have it be a separate game but have it be like you're like you're seeing it through the eyes of this of this person from world seeing how this other um this other hunting tribe or hunter group operates you know mm. so i think that would have been really kind of a cool way to continue the story of world into 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 world 2 but i don't know why they needed i don't know honestly i don't know why they needed to make or they needed to make rise I mean that's the thing that's kind of one well, of the things that kind of baffled me is, is like I don't know I, I don't know if if we need a rise nowadays because because the world is so it was so popular and it was so good and it, and it got so much um critical acclaim and it was just such a fo- a step forward it's like so it, it made me kind of think you know why do we need? rise you know why do we need rise on the nintendo like did nintendo have something on on the uh the uh the the director of the game like does not it have like all, naughty man. pictures or something <laughs> but it's like yeah, not at all dude i mean i figured um, as much but but it just kind of seems like like do we really need to throw nintendo this bone you know could this yeah. be on on a larger console <laughs> you know because we already you got s- you because know, because we already have monster hunter stories coming out and i think and i think for me personally i think that stories is a game that works really well on on the um, on the switch because it's an rpg because everyone looks sort of chibi and it doesn't you don't need a super de greatest graphics for 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 games that look like that because those games are kind of timeless in the, in their aesthetic so i'm thinking that game would have been really good for 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 switch and then they have a rise just be on a wider scale you know i don't know it just I, that's the one thing that kind of boggles my mind a little bit is just like did we really need it for for the nintendo switch and and joe please like tell me like if, if there was something they needed to do
2: or if there was a contract that they had to fulfill there's no something, it's that's nothing like that uh basically this this uh game is being made by the director of monster hunter uh Generations Ultimate, basically. And they immediately went to start developing this game back in 2018. In fact, I read an article, an interview, saying that they were working on the Clutch Claw, um, not the Clutch Claw, the Wirebug, wire prior to even the uh, Clutch Claw being introduced in Monster Hunter World Iceborne on there. So in fact, it kind of was being developed as far as the whole aspect of the traversal would kind of separately from the world team on there. So so uh, they was th- more thinking of like uh, getting influence from Breath of the Wild, as far as, you know, how well you scale up, um, you know, mountains and different valleys and whatnot, uh, getting more of an influence as far as from Breath of the Wild versus anything that uh, um, Monster the World Iceborne was doing with the Clutch Claw on that, so. And, you know, another thing to think about, too, is that, you know, a lot of the popularity of Monster Hunter came on the portable systems in Japan. You figure PSP um, and uh, the 3DS once it made the uh, move over to that platform on there. And so that's how a lot of Japanese fans kind of connect with Monster Hunter is through being able to play it portably. And I know they wanted to make a Monster Hunter more towards the, what they called the uh, teen audience in uh, Japan. I know that the previous interviews uh, they talked about the fact that uh, that world was meant for more adults and or console gamers, uh, more for people like us in their 20s, 30s, 40s, dare uh, I have to say it, 50s <laughs> so, oh. on there. Yep. So uh, They're just working on this uh, just for their um, audience in Japan, and I'm thinking because of the fact of the popularity of the switch that you know that you're basically looking at uh, almost like if you want to put it in the comic book terms you know like you know you got your mainline Batman book and then you have your like detective comics you know where Batman is running two different storylines and whatnot and I kind of feel this is the same kind of aspect you know you got your like you know spectacular Spider-Man and amazing Spider-Man it's the same thing you got different creators doing different things with the same property basically and, and kind of going off and uh, kind of iterating on the, the basic concept of it so that's my thing about rise and versus world and so on and so forth and i think there's enough difference between the two where i know kevin's you know i don't want to paraphrase for you but basically that's your baseline this is this is the beginning of you enjoying this franchise you know where versus you know obviously both me and des have a bit better picture of everything as far as uh, uh the franchise as a whole you know i've been you know i think out of all of us i mean i think we played monster hunter uh, one on the ps2 back in the day right des it was like one of my first like online games on the ps2 it was
1: the first online game that i ever played um was um was monster hunter the first one i joe was all like we got to try this we got to try this and i was like oh crap so then i remember doing uh Plugging it in, and that was the first game that I played. And then I was, I was, I was was always kind of nervous. I was like, I don't know, I want to play with all 'all." (laughs) y'all. You know, it's like, what's going on? And
2: you you can imagine, like Monster Hunter One was like so grindy and so just like, oh my god, y'all have
1: (laughs) no idea. Y'all have no idea how grindy that damn game was. Y'all have just no idea that, ooh, that game.
2: Oh, Lord, that game. Woo! Well, <laughs> well, we'll be talking more about Rise, though. <laughs> ah! I know we're just in what we've been playing section or playlist, so let me go ahead and yeah. I'll finish off what I've been playing that way. Kick it over to you guys, but sure. great discussion on Rise, though. I Definitely appreciate you guys' input. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right, and just because Rise, my progression wasn't carrying over, and I did have uh, a Monster Hunter uh, Generations Ultimate in my back catalog on the Switch. Guess what I installed? I installed Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, and uh, man, oh man, oh man! Even though it's like old Monster Hunter, it's like put that, put put it in my veins, son. So it just felt like going back to an old familiar on there. So. Um, And then firing that up, I mean, basically, uh, there's little to no story to the game. Uh, I'm in the tier one as far as hunting quest on here. All your usual weapons are there, but uh, basically all the aspects of the portable games are back on there. And so basically, if you go on the game world map, you you actually have loading times between different sections of the map like it was before on there. whetstones uh, are not easily accessible. You have to actually buy them and or find them in the field. <laughs> so, Did you
1: actually uh, say buy
2: them? No, you find them in the
1: field. But you spend not, yeah, money you find on them in the field,
2: but oh, I, nice. I bought some at the beginning just uh, so I could have mm. some Noob. on there, but uh, paintballs are back. Oh, you know, paint paintballs. From, oh, Lord. You know, so, Kev, if you didn't realize before <laughs> in the old Monster Hunters, it's like <laughs> the uh map once you saw a monster didn't track the monster (laughs) you'd actually have to go in and use this paintball to actually throw a a a ball of paint (laughs) on the monster so you could actually track it on the map from because
1: you would lose it you would lose it it, and it would go and it would rest and it would eat and then it would get stronger because it would would heal itself and then when you found it again you'd have to it was
0: do all that
3: work again
2: yeah, because yeah, uh, it would go and it would... wears off after a while. Like, say if you're in a long, like you know, 50 minute uh, time limit, and like say you're fighting the Rathian for like 20 minutes or whatever, the paintball wears off. You actually have to repaint ball it. No, so. oh, yeah, no,
1: but that's, no. I mean, that was the same. Thing. I'm good. You no, know, that was the same thing that happens. Like it's the same thing that happens here. It's just, it's just, it's a little bit different because you don't have to like in the in the in the new game, the, you once you see the monster, it's tracked, you know. Yeah, but in that's, this that's one. You had to paintball it. So it would still run, but it was just in the world, you could just run to where it was and then you're done. But no. Yeah. And, and the other one, mm-mm, nope, nope. You had, uh-huh.
0: To, uh-huh. you had to go in and find it. I never it. would have been playing that game.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> but all, all the little aspects are back. I mean, the, like cooking the meat, of course, it's just, uh, it's good. It's almost like a greatest hits kind of thing uh, for me on there and then getting raw meat and obviously having a little song while I'm cooking the meat on there. Uh, One thing that Generations Ultimate does add is that there is uh, different hunter arts that they add, so you can actually do different combinations on there. I know they have one of the arts kind of similar to uh, Devil May Cry on there, so there's a lot of uh, uh, openness to as far as doing some combos at the end. I wish, in a way, that could be iterated into the mainline games, World and or Rise on there, but I know that all the... uh, the uh in- any am i saying that word right i'm trying idiosyncrasies to... there you go idiosyncrasies of the prior uh iterations of monster hunter i mean i would love for you guys to come play with me play some generations ultimate but i'm thinking that's a no-go on both of your guys' part that you don't want to go back and relive all the uh little bit of uh weirdness and or quirks of the prior monster hunter uh, aspects if need be on that so probably not i'm you know it's like it's funny because i was like figuring out all the level one quests at least when you first start the game are all gathering quests so and it's like i'm starting to think okay what are the key quests and i'm like oh crap i haven't thought about key quests in a long ass time because what monster hunter used to do is um you could either like do all the missions in the particular like level star level the progress to the next level or if you want to get all the grindiness out of it you had to go online to look to see what the key quests for you to get to open up the next <laughs> level of missions on there too so i just remember doing that on yeah no, so. monster 100 world had that too
1: it just wasn't as it just wasn't as um because it was uh, Monster Hunter World had had that gating too, but it wasn't as it, it wasn't as bad as uh, yeah. Well, you it was know, I remember
0: level it,
2: yeah. You had you had yeah. levels in the other one. It was just, oh, I know. It was but, just a yeah, lot more
1: gated in the <laughs> in the other ones.
2: Yeah, but you know, think about it, with Generations Ultimate, I wound up downloading a bunch of missions too, and so I'm I'm still I'm going to tinker with it. I don't know how much I'm going to really dedicate k- towards it with Rise coming out in in the March. So, but I, mean, I just no have but, fun with it thought it was fun just to dinker around with it and if i'm able to at least uh, get up a couple of star levels and not just do gathering missions (laughs) figure out uh, what i'm doing better with the combat i think it's something i might still play around with a little bit on there so i almost feel like it's almost much ado about nothing but i'm gonna have a time sync monster it's probably gonna be rise versus generations ultimate so (laughs) well again if you would like to if you would like to play you know, we could still go back
1: to a world, and you had said before that you wanted to play the Sophie and uh, we could do that. Yeah, I, I think maybe
2: that would be a good thing that way. Cab could join in. And maybe we could. Do, I could even do the Mila Jolovich Monster Hunter movie. Well, uh, if we decide to do that, that's <laughs> fine don't like about but. Uh, no <laughs> I think it's just like the other uh like the Witcher three content, it's probably gonna be more than likely single player missions anyway. So we could probably all enjoy that on our, our own if we want to eventually get the Milo Jovovich skin so we could like reenact. <laughs> Monster um, Hunter. Yeah. On there. So I mean I think
1: it's great that they're that even after what, three years out now? This is been out for three years. Yeah. That um that they're still getting, you know, stuff like this. So i I think yeah. it's cool. I think it's cool
2: too. I'm gonna have to after this show (laughs) and go reinstall world and on my PS5 and see how it goes. So, maybe if you guys are up to it, you know, if you listeners are up to it as well, just let us know. On there, and last but not least, on my playlist, uh, Torchlight 2 still dinkering around with my Outlander. Um, up to the little past part of all my prior playthroughs, I'm in like the swampy area on there, so that's where I'm at with that. So, still playing that. Um, I've gotten some request on the discord because torchlight three just popped up on games pass on thursday so i might be playing some torchlight three coming up too i know gerald mentioned it i know uh on the other show i'm on that both i think chris and alfred talked about playing so if you guys want to hop on to kev or you des if you want to activate that games fast <laughs> and come and join We've got maybe some multiplayer going on on the um, xbox platform so Hey, you never know. Never know. Stranger right. things have happened. All right, Des, what you been up to? What you been playing? Uh, haven't really been
1: playing that much, actually. Um, Most of the game that I've been playing is uh, Monster Hunter uh, Rise, actually. Um, that was the main game that I played the most. And then um, started playing um Titan Quest again. Uh, it's a nice little time waster. You kind of put it on, run through it. I like the mythology. I like... You know, that you can play Wonder Woman if you want. Um, uh, really hoping that at some point I'll get they'll make a second one because I thought this was a really good game. Um, and then the other game that I've been playing, which is kind of interesting, um, <clears throat> so Monster Hunter Rise has got me really wanting to uh, look at my my Switch games. So I actually started playing uh, Iconocasts. Um, I bought it on a sale, and um, and I was like, okay, you know, let's see what this game is. And I tried it. A, I tried it a while ago, and um, and I was just like, okay, let's you know, let's let's go. Uh, let's see what's happening. And then I didn't really like. I got on a sale, and I didn't really play it that 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 much. And I was just kind of, like, uh. and then it, I was it was sitting in my in my download library, and so I just kind of you know turned it on and started playing it again. And it's a really fun game. It's you know it's in this world where there's a super crazy religious, you know, faction that's out there. And like, there's this ivory, you know, um, substance that's supposed to be, you know, that powers everything. And you're like this rogue mechanic named Robin, and you're trying to, you know, take out the bad guys. So, you know, but you have these various different guns, you have a wrench, um, they're swimming, uh, you can actually create, uh, gadgets for yourself you know which is kind of cool that 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 uh, that makes it kind of it's funny because the the gadgets you make give you like passive bonuses like it makes you attack harder or 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 faster or 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 it, or it um makes you uh stronger or, or increases your health bar but what's weird is is the soon as you get hit they break so that so that the the you know and, and you stack them in a line and as you as you progressively take more damage, they start to break. And so you have to, in in game, you break these sort of containers and you'll get stuff to to fix them on the fly. And I thought that was a really cool, cool little, um, uh, cool little uh, uh, gimmick that they had with the game. Uh, Story is very interesting. Um, pirates, you know, religious zealots, you have to, you know, and you're kind of caught in the middle of it. A um, lot of fun. Just and the game looks great. Like the, the game is just is just fantastic. Um, it's all pixel it was, art, right? Because yeah, I remember yeah.
2: playing this at the last PSX I attended, and you know, usually when you think of pixel art games or like you know retro style games, you don't think much about story. You know, you think it's more of a Mega Man like you know, just yeah. move on to the next yeah. area thing. So it sounds yeah, cool is, that there's some story to it. yes yeah, so.
1: and, and it plays a lot like and it plays a lot like Mega Man, and that's what I think is really kind of cool about it. Is is you know, um, it plays a lot like Mega Man, like you can you can climb, you can hang, you can you have your little gun and then you have a little bomb. And then when you you can charge it up and the bomb turns into a missile and it's just a really interesting game. Um, and and of course, you have some some of the, you know, stuff that's just kind of tried and true. You know, do people, you know, learn that the, the places that they're working for are bad and then they defect and you're kind of caught in the middle of it and, and stuff. But it's a fun game. It was created by one one designer by the name of Joachim Sandberg. He goes by Konjak. Um, he's a Swedish developer who, who um who, who did it. It was published by bit uh, by Frost Entertainment. So if you have if you if you have the ability to buy it um, for like on a sale or something, you really should check it out. It's a really fun uh, little game. Take you about 14 hours to beat. I'm in the middle of it well, so uh, early middle, maybe not the beginning. Like I've, I've, I'm in like the, uh, there's no chapters, but, but I'm kind of like, you know, in the, in the, in the early middle of it. And it's really fun. Like it's like, it's, it's, it's become my kind of before I go to bed game. So I will, I will, you know, put it, uh, like I'll get into bed and I'll play it for like 30 minutes or something and then move on. Um, but it's a fun game that, that I would highly recommend, um, you to, uh, if you have a switch to check it out, um, it's really kind of crappy though, <laughs> because there was a physical released by limited run games a, a while ago. <laughs> and it just sucks when you find these games that you, um, you find these games and then like, it's, it, it can be sort of hard, it, like it's hard to find them, you know, because I would, I would, this, this is a game that I would actually own a physical copy of because it's, I think it's really kind of cool, but unfortunately it was only done by limited run. And I just don't like, there's probably no way that I would be able to get it without paying secondary prices. So I do think that that's very shitty that, that you really have to be on top of stuff in order to get it uh, or it, or, or it sells out. But again, this was long before I started uh, buying uh switch games um so so i can't really be mad at that I, it was just you know wrong time wrong place so but but you know now that, that's a game that i would really like to to own um but but it is what it is but that's what i've been playing it's been fun um i can't wait for you know to talk about our our main event you know a little preview um but kev what have you been playing buddy
0: uh, so other than Rise, I've been playing a little bit of Dragon Ball and a little bit of, uh, Hyrule, Rule Warriors, not Hyrule Warriors, but, uh, Age of Calamity, and, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, the rest of my time, I've been working on my little, trying to get the stuff for my little side thing together, and, um... Uh, for for Dragon Ball, it's just been working with my team of base Goku, Team Gohan, and Jiren and trying to figure out the synergy in the um in the uh uh what do they call that, the in the in the dojo. Uh so I'm working on my block strings, working on my uh attack strings, finding out how which uh assists work best for the way i for my point character and my anchor and, and you know how i'm going to utilize them cuz the way i the way i have my team set up now uh teen gohan is my point uh i've got uh jiren as in the mid and uh, i've got base goku as the anchor and uh i think uh, base goku is he has two utilizations that i've found i mean other other people have Displayed this, so it's not something I discovered on my own. But what you can do with Base Goku is uh, he does the "Lend Me Your Energy" move from uh, the series, where he asks, he, where he can gather the the energy from around him, from the world, and basically that builds up your super meter. So you can basically use him as a battery. His assist can be as a battery to keep your um, to build up your meter. You have up to seven bars in your special meter. So if you have characters that burn up, burn through a lot of meter, then base Goku is a great anchor for that. Um, I don't think Teen Gohan or Jiren are meter, are what what most would consider meter hungry. Uh, but it, it's that's one of the options. And the other option that he has is he's got his, um, it's basically like a... Um, In his auto combo, he has this move where he puts both his arms out, uh, one on either side of him, and it basically hits opponents on either side. So if you're in a cross-up, if you do a cross-up and your opponent is behind you, he'll still hit them, and it causes a wall bounce. So I'm thinking about either using that move or his... uh, or his uh, lend me your energy as his assist. I'm just trying to figure out how that works out on the team since he's going to be the anchor. So, but even that, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it. I've just been doing other things. But that's pretty much what, uh, and of course, making my way in Calamity, but that's pretty much been my uh, games of the week this past week. So we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket, that being our main event. So Des, uh, you want you you did you want to take this one? You're our your main event guy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, I want to say thanks to everybody that actually uh, responded to our main event. We love doing them uh, for you guys, and we love hearing um, hearing the responses that you guys give. So uh, our main event question for uh, one ten was. Uh, what games are you looking forward to in 2021? Let us know of your gaming dreams and wishes. Uh, what are we wishing? wells? okay. Uh, for the year. And we will read it on the parents. Tread Darby. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to give us some money, we'll try to make it work. <laughs> so, so uh, I figured uh, we got a couple responses and I know that we have a couple, you know, and I think we're going to, what we're going to do is just going to give you a couple that we're interested in, you know, um, that are not in any particular order um so our uh, first time uh sorry uh our first person is uh john b uh john bt a long time listener and he's on our discord uh shout out to our discord join it we talk about stuff all the time it's very active uh monster hunter rise yes excellent uh and uh, horizon forbidden west um also i want axion verge 2 but not sure if that will hit in 2021 probably not Actually, um, yeah,
2: I I was doing a little research after he put that in, and uh, it's looking good for 2021. It's a so Switch it exclusive, oh. so, yeah. Oh, that's a Switch exclusive, too? At least it, there's a timed exclusive with it. Am I, I'm not sure if it's, like, totally Switch exclusive or not, but, you know, you gotta remember that Axiom Verge is made by one guy, basically, yeah. so Tom Happen. Yeah. yeah, I was checking his Twitter just to get an idea, but he did say that he's putting the, the finishing touches on the game, is what he said. Well, yeah, cool. last I mean, it post, was, so
1: Yeah, it was an indie darling and let us hope the second one lives up to the hype. So I, mean,
2: I need to play the first one. I've never I've no. never
1: played Axiom Virgin. I've always meant to, you know. So Yeah. Um okay, so Gerald, longtime listener again from our Discord, says uh, Elden Ring. It's kinda like a Souls game and uh, Horizon Forbidden West and the Fable game, although I don't think that's coming this year. Um Elden Ring, um, uh, I don't know about it so far just yet. Like, I can't really say yay or nay about it. They haven't showed uh, anything. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I'm kind of <laughs> like. You know, I mean, George R.R. R. Martin. I mean, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, the story might be bomb, but how is the play style? Like, how's the play? How's the gameplay? What does it look like? You know? So. I, I like, think
2: it's not going to hit 2021, in my opinion. No, that's probably just me. not. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So, Kev. Uh. So we got folks talking about Verbi- Horizon, Forbidden West. Is that one of the
0: games that you're looking forward to? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That after after, after the first one was so excellent. Although I'm I'm not convinced that Forbidden West is coming out this year. Oh. Uh, I'm 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 just not. It it, it may. I, I mean, I want it to, of course. But I I imagine that this may be a. um that this may be be delayed and the reason I say that is if they're truly building on where the first game left off it there were talking about underwater environments they're going to have Aloy going underwater now um, so that means a whole a whole other set of moves and maneuvers and hopefully uh, enemies and I, I have a feeling that it's going to be much bigger. The world is going to be much bigger, too. Uh, hopefully taking advantage of the PS5 and its uh, and its hardware capabilities. But it's also going to be coming out. It's also going to be for the base consoles as well. And when I say base consoles, I mean the Slim and the Pro. Um, so I don't know truly how much of an innovation this game can be over the original, but, um, but yeah, it, 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 I'll, I'll tell you this way. If it's, if it comes out this year, it's going to be a good game. It may even be a great game, but it's not going to revolutionize what it did in the first, but if they, it, but if they, because I mean, all those assets are there, it's not like they're starting from scratch with a whole lot of things, but if, if they have to delay it, if they move if they move it further out and they don't list uh the Rona as one of the reasons why they're doing it, then it means I think they've got more cooking that they want to bring to the table in the game. So that's that's just my that's that's yeah. just what I think about it.
1: I yeah, I mean that definitely makes sense. Um so our last um uh, our last person that that spoke um, was uh, or that responded was Willie D. Uh, on our Discord, lot a lot of love in the Discord. You know, you guys are missing out if you're not if you haven't joined us. You know, uh, Kevin will give you how to join at the end. Um, he says, "Elite Dangerous, Odyssey, Far Cry 6, Kerbal Space Program 2." Beyond that, my VR headset comes in on Monday, and it will be be a heavy dose. of of the following in VR, Microsoft Flight Sim, uh, Racing Simulators, and Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, so I played the original Elite Dangerous, least I tried to, but that is one hell of a like sim game. Oh Lord, I I there was just so much to do in that game. So I can only imagine what Elite Dangerous 2 is gonna be, or Odyssey is gonna be like, wow.
2: Odyssey is um, their kind of iteration into actually going down on the planets themselves and doing the exploration. Uh, aka like a no man's sky resource no, no, yeah, think? Yeah.
1: so but i'm just like i just don't know like there was just a lot there was a huge steep learning curve in and in, in uh elite dangerous that really kind of like i don't know but it's
2: probably it's probably easier to play on computer with the keyboard and mouse well, versus I would think so. playing on controller or solely, yeah, I would, so I would
1: definitely think so
3: yeah.
1: uh far cry six uh I've never heard of Cabal Space Program too. So I don't know what that is. So I think it's
0: a sim, like, uh, yeah. kind, of like kind of like on like on along the lines of Civ. Okay. Um, I think that's what it is.
2: It's actually like a, a cutesy kind of game, though. It's not like super serious on there. You actually are going in and with these cute little characters actually going and um, exploring uh, space on there. So it's like kind of open world procedurally generated on here but it is definitely a sim game on here so
1: yeah i mean that's kind of cool You like now i have to check that out uh and for the vr stuff i mean i can't unfortunately vr is just lost on me it's just like i i think folks who can play vr is fantastic but it's just i can't do it i just can't do it so so um i can't wait to hear you know your your thoughts about you know um you know the 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 flight sim and then the racing sim, various different racing racing simulators. Playing it on, like we just got an Oculus. A friend of ours upgraded his his Oculus and got the newer one, and so he was just like, I don't want to do it. This, so he just kind of gave it to us, and we're like, Oh, thanks. So, and we still haven't plugged it in because I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, we're probably going to and see and see how that is, but but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. But, um, so uh kev what are some what are some games that well first and foremost thank you to everyone who responded that was fantastic um uh, now we're gonna move on to what our um what our and uh, games that we're like really kind of like you know oh i can't wait to play this game in 2021 20, uh, so kev uh what what games are you really looking forward to in 2021
0: uh so uh, outside of the aforementioned uh Horizon. Forbidden West, I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I really, yeah. I, that's a game I don't talk about a lot, but Fantastic. it's a series that I've had a lot of fun with. Uh, so, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, looking forward to also the new Guilty Gear and the Guilty Gear Strive. I mean, the more I see about that game, the more uh, I'm interested in it guilty gear is a series that i've been kind of off and on interested with the series but uh i didn't pay i didn't play um the last one that came out Uh, i can't remember what the the subtitle of that one was but it came out for ps4 and i think the xbox one uh but strive looks like it it kind of borrows a little bit of some of the mechanics from uh fighters like there are cinematic launchers that you can do. Uh, the screens are have are layered, meaning that you can knock an opponent from one uh, point in the battle screen to another point, and there's a whole cinematic that goes along with that. It's very anime, very anime action esque. Uh, so I I'm I'm all in. I'm I'm all that's I'm all in that. So. There's that. There's Fist, that uh, 2D action game uh, with the rabbit with the with the giant uh, gauntlet arm. So, <laughs> so that one looks good. Returnal. Um, I don't know what it is. There's just something about being this this middle-aged white woman in deep space shooting these <laughs> shooting aliens in the face that is just so and and antithetical to the typical space marine halo, you know, John 117x 420 whatever, you know, being this hulking dude and you're just this this old woman in this I don't know if she if she's locked in her if this is going on in her mind or if she's actually out there but she's got her gun and she's got her spacesuit and she's She's in a bullet hell, for lack of a better word. I just, I I just, I just want to play that.
1: I just, I just hope it doesn't turn into, like, you know, Karen, the space simulator. <laughs>
0: yeah, this Karen. I don't think you're making me uncomfortable. I have to shoot you now. <laughs> yes.
2: I, I think she's a little bit stronger than the Karens yeah. of this world. Of, thank God. I kind of feel bad for the game, though, because it's one of these games where I think a lot of people are just not looking to spend seven Seventy dollars on this game, and it's a seventy-dollar full price, like you know, first-party release. And I'm gonna pay seventy bucks for it up front. I'm gonna yeah, uh, I pre-order. It. I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I'm going to. It's supposed yeah. to be out in March, but uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm just hoping uh, they are successful with it. So, I know another
0: game that I'm uh, that I'm interested in is uh, Chorus. Or is it Corvus? I can't tell if that, if that, if the U is a V or a U. That's Chorus. Chorus, okay. It's that that kind of third-person space action game or third-person ship battle game uh, looks good. I think it was advertised on the Series X uh, game showcase when it was first launched, when, when yeah. it was introduced. So that looked really good. Um, I'm gonna say I there was another one that I was interested in. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want. I was interested in that one. That that Bethesda game. That death. That death loop.
2: Oh, death loop. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, out in, in May. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know, the more I see of it, the more I don't know if it's really something I'd be into. Uh, I don't know that that one. That was going to be that one's going to be in a in a holding pattern, but I think maybe the last one I'll I'll talk about is going to be uh, and I think it's twenty twenty one as a Resident Evil Village. Um, I think I now I didn't I didn't play um, Resident Evil Seven yet. Uh, I will probably run that on run that on on PC maybe. And, and play through that game. Uh, like, uh, my buddy Damon is, raves about that game. He, he, he I think he's played through it like two or three times now. So, uh, I definitely need to go back and check out Seven. And Village looks like they're, I'm assuming that the virus is going to be involved in some kind of way, but they got, you know, witches and Bigfoot and man running around. So, it's like, this. it's, it's, it's I'm, 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 I'm all for that. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's not that it's not just going to be the typical, you know, G-Virus zombies. It's, it's going to be, it, there seems to be like a, a, like a supernatural layer on top of everything else that's going on. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. So I, I'm going to mention, those are going to be the ones that I'm, that kind of took my attention. Cool.
1: All right, Joe. So uh, what are some of the games that you were looking forward to?
2: Uh, actually, I wasn't thinking of much, and then I started looking at... like Don't do that.
1: Lists. Don't do
2: that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll mention a few at least. I know I'm going to mention the games I already have pre-order for 2021. And, uh, of course, Monster Hunter Rise is the one I already have pre-ordered uh, atlier. Ryza 2 is another game that's coming out towards the end of this month that uh, is, I already have pre-ordered. And even though I haven't played the first one, I know the first one was hard to find. And so that's why I did go and pre-order that. But I'm pretty sure it's probably something you're interested into, right, Des?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have the first one.
2: Yeah. Um, Ease nine on here. So I've always enjoyed the E series from Nihon Falcom. And so... Uh, that's finally coming getting a u.s release on there and um, that's coming out for the ps4 i think the switch version is going to come out in the summer on that and then uh, persona 4, 5 strikers i also have a pre-order for that's coming out in the uh, middle of february i know kev i know you're day one on that bad boy right
0: yeah yeah i i forget the, i forgot that one i also forgot uh, outriders too so <laughs> Yeah, yeah so,
2: outriders is kind of a given, I think, between all three of us because we talk so so much about it. So we're gonna be playing that.
1: So I mean, I, I we got to get our destiny on.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, another game too. It's, uh, you know, I'm gonna probably dig into the demo, and you know, I hate to, hate this to have to say it, but it's like I've been playing a lot of the Switch in the last week. Why do you hate yes. to say it, huh? <laughs> huh? Because I was giving a lot of shade about you know, hater. about these low res stuff. <laughs> And whatnot, but Yeah, so- I turn on my I turn on my switch and oh there you go. Joe Joe's online. Huh? Yeah. I thought. I was actually playing some demos and other stuff I didn't talk about in my playlist, but I'll talk probably more next week. But uh um yeah, no, I'm digging on the switch. You know, believe it or not, but that leads me to talk about bravely Default too. And so yeah, you know you it's like uh i'm going to be yeah. checking out the demos for uh there's a couple of demos there's a final demo and then the demo that came out like in november that i want to kind of paid heedents to and kind of check out and from there um the demos you know, pretty fun actually cool deal yeah, because I haven't even played Octopath yet, and I know, I'm not sure if I'm going to play Bravely Default 2, you know, when I have such such meaty games, uh, it's already in my backlog already, but uh, we'll we'll see what goodies Nintendo kind of brings to the table, get, get donkeys like me to buy <laughs> day one, even though I'm not playing day one, so. <laughs> and then also, too, I, I think we haven't mentioned in, this game in a while, but... Uh, Balan Wonderworld, the Naka joint from. Wonder
1: is it uh, Wonderland?
2: Is it Wonderland? Yeah, it might be Wonderland, not Wonderworld. Yeah, you're right. I think Wonderworld sounds better though. I think it does too. but <laughs> yeah, um, Balan Wonderland uh, basically is like the. Uh, um, if you look at the protagonist on the cover, straight up looks like uh, they they carbon copied knights, like the protagonist from that old hey game, on here. But basically, it's just they're like. Uh, you know, hey, we've made Sonic, we've made Knights, we've made uh, Billy Hatcher, <laughs> and so uh, we're Billy going- Hatcher was great. I forgot about that game. That game go- was amazing. I love Billy yeah, go- Hatcher. going back to the well for a uh, you know platforming game that basically is guts the modern day Sonic taint away from it. That's actually going back to being whimsical and fun, if need be, <laughs> on there. So no, no princesses for Sonic to. Um, you know, do any French kissing with or what? <laughs> <laughs> okay? Like, in, I hadn't in thought about
0: that game in a long time, yes. Yeah, Good old Sega
2: up. and their Sonic the Hedgehog on the 360, yep. You know, so oh, that was gross, yep. Yeah. So, but uh, definitely looking towards uh, that uh, Ball in Wonderland on there. I pretty much got that pre ordered. Uh, Guilty Gift strive too. Uh, Kevin mentioned, and I'm, I've been waiting for a fighting game that kind of get in my mitts back into on there. And uh, you know, last but not least too, there's a couple more Monster Hunter stories too we haven't really talked about, but I'm definitely looking forward to yes. whatever that is. We don't even know what it is yet. So. It's an RPG. If you
1: played the first one, you probably played this one.
2: <laughs> yeah, but we don't. We haven't seen any screenshots or anything from it. Anymore. Uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, but we haven't seen gameplay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, know, I guess we haven't. Base. Right. We've seen yeah, some we've... like you know key art, you know, but yeah. that's about it. So, yeah. And then Kenya Bridge of Spirits actually is looking Fantastic. good. Fantastic! Can't wait for it. For, keep looking for that. I'm hoping we hear something from THQ Nordic and Bio Mutant because that yes. game has been announced like a long, like 2017 or 2016 GDC. Yeah, I,
1: can't, I just can't with that game. Like I, I I'm like. It was on my list, too, and I'm just like, come on,
2: folks. (laughs) Uh, Stray, uh, the uh, cat RPG from... That is uh... my
1: most anticipated game, is that one. I was going to say that on mine, but yeah, I am definitely like, gotta have it. Now, bring it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So silly.
2: And then also, too, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis is another, you know, I'm kind of kinda keeping an eye on it. I'm not sure if it's going to make 2021. I'm thinking it is. So we'll definitely, you know, keep an eye on that. And then also, too, there's one last game. There's this game that uh, got unveiled that's coming out for PS5 and also coming out for Steam. It's called Tribes of Midgard, but it looks pretty badass. It's like a... Uh, kind of ragnarok type of game but it's overhead and it's up to 10 player co-op so uh, and so yeah the the graphical style looks great it's been an open beta for a little bit on steam but um, you know once this game comes out uh, on console you know who knows maybe we'll get to play it together on pc but you know i'm thinking probably ps5 will be our destination for that one so on that so that's yeah, pretty much uh, everything i've been looking forward to for 2021 at least so there's, there's a lot on the list so yeah yeah
1: so for me it, it, you guys said a lot of the stuff that i was most anticipating you know because i think i think both of us all three of us have a lot of the same kind of games that that we all kind of say we like the same kind of aesthetics and the same kind of gameplay so a lot of the games that you said was were on my list so one of the games that I'm really excited for is D&D Dark Alliance. Um, I think it's because I love like d and I've played it for a long time when I was a kid. Uh, got back into it a little bit as an adult. But yes, D&D Dark Alliance looks looks good for what I've seen so far. Although that weird-ass trailer they had with them looking at them as they're running around and killing stuff, that was kind of weird. So I hope that's not how you play the game. But <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. Um, Gotham Knights, definitely a game that i'm looking forward to uh another you know two-player game that i could play with joe or kev or or whoever you know wants to join in um i love the extended bad family uh tell you now i'm probably going to play um i'm probably going to end up playing cat uh not Catwoman. um uh batgirl most of the time because i love batgirl i think she's awesome so i probably will end up playing her uh the gunk is another one that i'm really looking forward to it's Ooh, by uh, about that yeah it's a it's by uh sound and form image and form a, image and it, form. sorry image and form sorry i don't yeah. know why i say sound and form but image and form uh they're the guys that brought or there was a studio that brought you all the steam world games which i absolutely adore so this is their foray foray into a uh a bigger open world type of game so i'm here for them i want to support them uh it'll be a day one for me um so yeah, I'm really excited. And then, since Joe said Stray already, which is my which is my most anticipated game, um, I'd have to say Psychonauts 2. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. I would love to see uh, what Tim Schafer and the gang uh, do with with more money uh, to get uh, Psychonauts 2 done, and and what they're going to be doing with it. I am really looking forward to it. Like I have no idea what to expect with it i think it's going to be fantastic um but yeah i'm really looking forward to it the first game great um uh and this might be a reason why i will plug in my ps uh, sorry my my ps my xbox like i might actually you know play this on the xbox so but yeah that that is that is it um that is that is it for us. I want to say thank you to everyone again for taking the time to go ahead and um and really just you know it really means a lot to us that, that you take the time to, to do this. Um and so for the question I had for this for, for the next game for the next time, I thought it would be really kinda kinda cheeky because uh given that Monster Hunter uh the movie came out and it was you know I mean, some people have said it wasn't bad and some of the, like, it's a, it's a you know, Paul W.S. Anderson kind of movie. So you're expecting it, and Mila Jovovich, So you're expecting certain certain a certain bit of jank with it. But uh, some people loved it for, for what it was. Some people hated it because of what it was. Um, but I wanted to ask, what was your favorite uh, video game movie property? You know, and this kid, I want, and I'm talking about, not not a movie that became a game. I'm actually sorry. Not, I'm talking about a game that became a movie, because because for whatever reason, in my opinion, I don't think a lot of the times Hollywood respects uh, the 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 gaming uh, DNA when they when they go to make it a movie. So and I just think it would be hilarious to hear some of yours and and even even more. It could be your. I think it's. I think it, for this one, because there's so many few that were great. I would love to see what were your kind of like, you know, movie. Sorry, video game to movie, like guilty pleasures. Because I know some of you have got to say Mario Brothers, because that that movie was a guilty pleasure. You know, I watch it every now and again. You know, I've never and seen it. It's,
0: yeah, you've never seen it?
1: Oh, no, my I've never Lord. seen it either. You know, oh no, <laughs> neither of
3: you have seen it. Oh, I knew that was
0: trash. It. the first time <laughs> I saw it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I said, I am wasting my money. They're not me. even
1: Italian. I love it. You know, it's just, you, we have got to watch that movie. We We have got to watch that movie. You've got to watch the movies before our next show that way we can at least give a you have a small mini review about it. You guys seriously have to watch that movie. Please, you know, in uh, all you guys in the uh, are you all you peeps in the discord? You got to stay on them. They have to find a way to watch the Mario Brothers movie cause it is it is a new level of cheese. Like I think you can literally say, to the point that it is the worst um video game movie tie-in ever uh but it,
2: uh,
3: it, it holds a special about st-
2: that
1: i i don't i i mean i mean what what's the other one? like doom or something or a U- world Uwe of a Warp- bowl has
2: made plenty
1: of these that's true balls.
2: that's true that's true that's true you are you are you are right I you have know, watched House of the Dead.
1: It's uh, yeah, and that and that and that and that and oh, that man. That that I that forgot boob-
0: about that trash. Yeah, ass
1: that that, that booberific, uh, Dead or Alive (DOA). So anyway, oh know. <laughs> no, 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 we can't talk weird. about it now.
3: We can't yeah, talk yeah. about it
1: now, you guys. Chun Li. Oh Lord. Okay, you guys, and and we're talking about live action movies, no <laughs> anime, because anime they can get rid of they can, they can get away with all kinds of cool shit. So we're talking about live action movies. These are live action, you know, video game to movie to movies. So it can either be your, your guilty pleasure or one that you actually genuinely really liked. So I think this is going to be a fantastic uh, conversation. Join us on our Discord for it. Uh, reply on our on our <laughs> on our Twitter. I think you guys are really going to have a good time with this. So so with, without further ado, that's me. And I'll give it back to Kevin.
0: All righty, Well, thank you, sir. And thank you. Thanks again for all the people that have responded to our uh, that respond to our main event in- inquiries with our listeners. We appreciate it a whole lot. So the next topic on the docket is going to be the news. So now I'm going to pass the mic to Trader Joe. Why don't you let the folks know what's going on, bro?
2: Okay, you know, uh, it's January, so it's not like, you know, super crazy so, with the news, geez. but it's enough to talk about here. So first thing I want to talk about is uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. They just recently, this past week, added a, a classic mode on here. And so if you haven't been paying attention of what the classic mode is, is basically they've basically taken uh, Cast Super Castlevania IV and and... Made it into Bloodstain on there, so so definitely check it out. It is a free upgrade uh, on there, so and if you um, enjoyed Bloodstain Ritual of the Night, uh, if you want to play some more classic Castlevania, um, you know in the in the lines of Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse or Ca- Super Castlevania 4 on the SNES, on here uh, basically that's what uh, this particular mode is going to give you on there. So, and you're armed with the sword and whip, and you have to make it through five areas that each have a new sub-boss to fight on here. And uh, basically, you'll be collecting limited-use special items just like you do in Castlevania. So, on there, and uh, definitely take a look. I don't know if you guys... I, I have that game in my backlog. I know, Des, you bought it for the Switch, so I think this is on the Switch as well, so... Yeah. I have it. So, good deal. I know I haven't I talk- played it yet, but I have it. <laughs> yeah, I talked to John, John uh, BT, uh, our listener, yeah. about it yesterday, and he says he's been firing up and playing, and he's actually enjoyed it. So, I was, it's going to give me an uh, opportunity to make an excuse to actually fire up Bloodstain to uh, check out this uh, uh, particular mode because I, I played the uh, Bloodstain Curse of the Moon games uh, on the ps4 on there actually no I, yeah it was on the ps4 that 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 was the Inti creates like kind of 2d like uh 8-bit homage to uh, castlevania and so this is kind of like in the wheelhouse of a 16-bit era castlevania um mode on here so so definitely get a look for that on there so and give you a chance to fire up bloodstain bloodstain i know is on games pass as well for you game pass Enthusiasts out there. So, all right, and next news story uh, basically, CG Project Red uh, has come out. Uh, They released a a video on the 13th of January, which is like three weeks, three days ago, on there, and pretty much uh, apologize yet again for the. um, lack thereof of quality on there. So I know there's been a lot of back and forth because Jason Schreier of uh, Bloomberg released a uh, news story uh, just kind of detailing kind of how everything uh, shit the bed, quote unquote, and with the game on there. But uh, they did seem kind of, I would say, uh, humble in their apology and that uh, they are working to um, make things right on here. So they did announce that uh, there are going to be updates on here, Uh, looking at the update roadmap, at least is that they're going to be busting out with patch 1.1 and 1.2 on there. And then they're gonna have multiple updates and improvements, uh, have some new DLC drop. And then after that, looking for a next gen console update from there so and so uh we're probably not gonna see like a ps5 series sx uh, version of the game until later on in the year and so you know but they are quote unquote they are quote unquote working hard to make it right and they still want to make amazing games (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see about all this business on there so uh, any thoughts you guys on this apology that's kind of late in the game in my opinion they already got their money so (laughs) well yeah they
1: didn't have to say shit and they did so i'm like okay well i mean does it make it better no uh well i mean they really did get rid of all their goodwill that they had built up from the witcher 2 or witcher 3 so all they can do all they can do is hope for a a no man's sky type resurrection and um it was funny one of my (laughs) I was I was gonna joke that one of my anticipated games for 2021 was Cyberpunk 2020 <laughs> Uh because because obviously the sh- the shit they brought to market now is just you know ugh. So, but I mean hey I mean it it thanks I guess I mean I don't know what to say to that thanks for 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 saying something at least. But you know y'all knew what you were doing. I mean oh, I can't yeah. y'all knew what you were doing so I. I
2: Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I like okay, thanks. Yeah, I it's to me that the next gen upgrade being second half of the year now versus i was expecting it to come out in march i'm like okay
1: (laughs) yeah i think a lot of people were a lot of people were like y'all need to come correct with this
2: but i oh okay i guess you're not all right well bye (laughs) i know some some people on my twitter feed has actually gone in and beat the game and defeated you know played and got 60 70 hours worth of content and that's um, great they're saying that the once once the update does come out, they'll probably play with the opposite sex protagonists. And you know, if they play it as male, they're going to play as a female just to see how different it is, and so on and so forth. So that's great. I mean, again, from what
1: I understand, it's not a bad game. It's, it's just janky. Yeah, it just has a ton of problems. So yeah. I mean, you can say what you will. I know that some people were were also saying that uh, it's kind of boring, you know, as well. So I mean, I, hell, I don't
2: know. I mean, good luck, guys. I've been <laughs> listening to Bad Father figures, and I know hearing Captain Mike M talk about, like, how he wanted to be romancing and get, getting it down, <laughs> you know, going <laughs> and cru- cruising in the game world to go get some Panani, basically. <laughs> so The Panani. The Panani. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, nope.
0: I, I won't be messing with this game until it's free on somebody's service. <laughs> that's,
3: that's,
0: that's just the long and the short of it And I don't think we're going to have to wait too long Until that happens It's either going to be on PlayStation Now Or it's going to be most likely On Game Pass
2: uh, I think associated. that it,
0: Game Pass is just like That's a given And I don't think it's going to take very long For it to get there
2: no, I You don't think it's a Black Friday so. gift for you At some point mm-hmm. for $20 bucks?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It Why it will it, be like on 14. Game
0: Pass Long before by Long before we get to November it oh, will have see, been yeah. on Game Pass.
1: That'd be an interesting kind of bet to see. If, not a bet, but just to see what what's going to happen with that. That'd be really interesting.
0: I guarantee it'll be on Game Pass for the end of the year.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm not taking that bet because you'll probably yeah. win, but... <laughs> <laughs> I am no sucker.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, good deal. And we kind of talked that up. Okay, next thing on the docket for news is... Uh, There's been some announcements uh, in the um, LucasArts field for Star Wars games that are not from EA. So Ubisoft has announced they are working with uh, Ubisoft and specifically with Massive Entertainment, the studio behind The Division, to make an open-world and story-focused Star Wars game. On here, so and um, this is something that they are looking forward to. They showed a kind of sizzle reel, sizzle trailer for it on there. And the um, director of this upcoming unnamed Star Wars game is also was the director for Division Two on there. Also director for uh, Splinter Cell: Chaos Theory and Pandora Tomorrow on there. So, so yeah, this creative director has a good prominent
3: uh,
2: you know story. A good pedigree on him, pedigree from Ubisoft's uh, back catalog, if need be. So, and so it's kind of cool that you know they've. Kind of finally stood out from EA's shadow as far as this licensing agreement time. on yeah. there, and so we'll have to take a look to see what they bring to the table. I know they recently EA had to reiterate that they're still working on Star Wars games, and they're working with Lucasfilm Games to uh, still make Star Wars titles. So, so it's not like they lost the license, but they basically <laughs> choked on it
1: for. Didn't, it seems like they just didn't um, renew their their exclusivity to it.
2: Yeah, and uh, to me, that's a good thing because, I mean, uh-huh. they've had, I think, at least three separate games that were in development that basically never came to market, the Star Wars games that they're working on. And it seems like EA just doesn't know what they're doing, <laughs> at least as of late. No, you're right. right. You know, they keep making bank on their sports games because everything else is just kind of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's been uh, unfocused, uh, I should say. So, so y'all didn't like... Uh... Jedi I fall in order? Did I fall in order?
1: I thought it was fun. I thought I yeah. thought it was great. No, don't get me wrong, Kev. I think I think uh, there are fi- the, the the game that kinda for me brought it back was Jedi Fallen Order. But yeah. the problem with Jedi Fall in Order was I got so tired of the protagonist. Like I got so tired of that guy. You know oh, that that's, that space archy looking no, I was done. <laughs> I was so done with him. You know, he had I just,
2: freckled, Yeah, I, I didn't think of him as a space archie. But yeah, yeah,
1: he's a space archie, and I was like, okay. You know, I just didn't like I just didn't like him, you know, and I, I just thought there was more to it. So the fact that the fact that we're getting a an open world Star Wars game you know, I know some people are like, "Oh my God, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a uh, second coming of Knights of the Old Republic," which, which is canon, by the way. Now, from what I understand, yeah. I would be great with that. You know, making a a space division, I guess, uh, as long as it's two, uh, can, uh canonical and lore lore correct. Number one, number or number one, number two, and number three. If you can create your own character. And number four, if it's not all gunplay, like if you can actually, you know, I, I, I want to see what new stuff they can do with it. Because, because like, the one thing that I, that, that I worry about is microtransactions and it becoming a live service. Like, that's one thing that I really am worried about because, because I think that it's so built into like the DNA of, of game developers now, right now, that I worry that, you know, it's gonna to be too much of a games as a service. But but if I get to play, you know, a a Jedi and I can run around with Joe and Kev and, and, and the three party game and do stuff and do missions like that, I think that's great. Because I would love to do that in the Star Wars universe in the Star Wars universe. I just really hope that it's not um a games to service which it probably will be let's be completely honest with you star wars. uh yeah it's star wars they so I just, make that money exactly but i just hope As it's not it's
2: cosmetics you know
0: well,
1: it was, exactly exactly if it's just cosmetics and it and it's not so blaring then then hey i'm fine with it you can buy in you can buy out of it i just really i just want it to be a good game like that's yeah. that's really what i want like i really want a good star wars multiplayer game and i got honestly i got bored with Jedi Fallen Order right in the middle of it. Because I just thought I just thought number one, I thought it was a dour storyline, to, to to be frank. But I guess you kinda of had to give with that. It was it, it was like what, Operation Six Six where, where they killed all the Jedi. So I guess that is kind of a dour background to have the story. But but I just I just I just wanted more from it and I just got really kind of bored. I thought it would be, I thought that game would have been a lot better if you could have created your own character and they had a little bit more and they had a bit more lightheartedness in it. But I'm a big, you know, I'm a big proponent of like being able to create your own character, but that's my own, like that's my own thing. And I'll pretty much die on that Hill. So, um, uh, but I, Hey, you know, I think more people will definitely make it, make it better. I hope it does, and I hope that we're able to get something, you know, some some innovation, something new, from um, from these from these studios. That's what I want. I, I just think you know they were what, resting on their laurels laurels, and they got smacked. they were like, no, wait, you ain't you ain't doing nothing good, and they took it away from them. Like they they took it away, which I'm totally fine for. I wonder it. what other
2: Star Wars games they might have in the pipeline. Maybe they'll go out to like, you know, Capcom and they'll make a Star Wars fighting game or something. But Terrorist you Kazi. Know. Oh could don't you imagine? That? Oh, could
1: you ima- no, seriously, no, no, could could you no. imagine if, if it was just open if it was just open uh open season on Star Wars games and they and they literally said, Everyone, you know, everyone pitch us an idea, you know, and we can let's do it you know and and they really stopped being so stringent on on their licensing and they actually let people make games with star wars characters i think that would be amazing
3: Here, we yeah, did a lot though. we, we did a lot thing, of poop,
1: but
0: here's the thing though we do we need to know how how deep disney's thumb is into this pie that's oh, at least tons. for me
1: it's like it's like it's like half the is in it
0: <laughs> because that's why i can't i can't really rock with fallen order i'm i'm swinging a lightsaber and i i'm not cutting folk cutting these dudes heads off and arms off and yeah. and, and it comes and be, and i was able to do that in in the uh what was that when you were star killer uh oh, uh force unleashed force unleashed the first force unleashed you could do that and disney's only going to let only going to let the the uh representative violence go, but so far you know I'm able to cut the hell out of these animals running around, but no, I hit a stormtrooper with a lightsaber, oh, you just see the little burn effect on his uniform and he just falls over like a like a limp rag doll that that just doesn't work for me um maybe it says some about me that I want to see dudes getting chopped up, but uh you know, I'm a ninja guiding player. what do you expect um it's. Disney Disney is going to sanitize the hell out of this, and I I just don't want it sanitized. Mm-hmm. That's just really what it boils down to. Is there they're going to um, they're the I just I just don't trust Disney in their in in their uh, gatekeeping. That's what it really, what it really boils down to. They are I don't trust their gatekeeping because they want this game to be available to all the children. Because all the children are gonna ask one of they want to go they want to be Han Solo and Luke and all that other stuff, so they they, they know that's gonna turn into sales. And instead of simply varying the types of games available, they want to make everything this mass appeal product. And it's just I, I just don't have I just don't have the the confidence uh, and it has to do with how far Disney's thumb is going to be in this pie. And, I mean, not mm-hmm. just the thumb, their whole arm is going to be in this pie. Yep. So I don't just try. I, I, I'm going to have to, they're going to have to show me.
2: Yeah, well, I always take a wait and see approach and we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, too, Lucasfilm uh, Games announced an alliance with Bethesda. I didn't put this in the outline, but uh, they are making an Indiana Jones game. On here, uh, basically, Machine Games, the same developers of the Wolfenstein series, uh, are, is working on a new Indiana Jones game, so that's kind of cool. I'm not like, I, I you know,
0: I, I hope it's like th- the one on the original Xbox because that one was great. First person, <laughs> it's gonna, oh, nah, I'm. no, no, I'm no I don't know, they, they I'm haven't good. said that.
1: They haven't I'm said
0: good, that. I <laughs> have a feeling it will be. I have a feeling it will be. How the hell are you gonna use the whip in first person? Riddle me that. <laughs> How is that going to work? <laughs> and
1: Todd Howard is producing it, so people uh, are kind of like, "Oh, executive
2: lord. producing it, mind you, yeah,
1: yeah." People are like, "Oh, lord." So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Part if of me they made really... it like
0: the original one, the game. I can't remember the name of the game, but it was Indiana Jones on the original Xbox. It was an action game along the lines of what would be what you would get expect or what would become from. Uh, um, uh, the nathan drake games uh it was like that and you could pick up chairs and bust people upside the head and there was a lot of hand-to-hand combat there was some puzzles and it, it was just really cool i can't remember the name of the game now but if they make it like that i'm in but if they make it some first person nonsense and swinging over chasms from first person nah um, you miss me with that
2: so, well, mm-hmm. well we'll see I mean I mean Wolfenstein has been for the most part a decent FPS series at least once machine games got their hands on it on their suck. the first one was good okay take it from the man who's actually played them <laughs> <Yeah>. versus, <laughs> so he's just casually like you know checking them out so
1: so I wanted to say this is a really cool thing uh so I watch uh, pretty good gaming um, I watch their channel on YouTube and I really like their, you know, I guess they have like this kind of like no shit, you know, you know, three, two, two things and, uh, uh, two stories in a video without zero fluff or whatever. They talk about shit. And these British guys are hilarious. So, so they, there's this tweet by Jeff, uh, Niley, or Nighley I don't know. And he says, some great studios are doing licensed games, respawn with Jedi Fallen Order, I with, uh, 007. Machine of Bethesda with Indiana Jones, massive with Star Wars. What's your dream studio slash franchise collaboration you hope to see one day? And this guy, Bruce Straley, I guess he's a producer um, of a couple of games. Please, Joe, uh, do a quick dive, you know, find out who this guy is because I thought this was hilarious. I didn't, I didn't watch it again but I should have. But he basically says, "None. We need all that talent and money focused on creating new content, new IP, and innovating." Facts the uh the triple a space jeff <laughs> and he did like a, a winky space a winky face with the with the with the hand up and i thought that was one of the things that like like okay and i re- i bring this up because you know people are like oh damn we're probably going to get a good game you know we had avengers we have you know that was uh, good was Aven- no 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 no, no, no. we're, probably gonna get a, we're, we're <laughs> finally going to get a good licensed game because because we had because we because we had avengers and that sucked But it seems like all these kind of license, these licenses, you know, that they kind of come out and people are like, you know, oh, like because Batman sells games, Spider-Man sells games. And it's like and and no, no, like ill will towards them. But at the same time, you know, this guy is right. You know, we we need to like I know that's good money, you know, to to license out a property. That way you can go out there and, you know, and and make money and, and do stuff. But but I just, I just think that that's safe. And again, I can say that because it's not my money, you know, and I'm not, I'm not out here developing games, but I would love to see, you know, more newer, newer stuff. So, so even though I'm happy that, uh, we're going to get, you know, you know, Star Wars division or, or division, Star Wars light or whatever it's going to end up being, um, could could that team have made a uh, another type of game with its own um, with its own IP and its own sort of sort of
2: look and feel? Um, they're probably but again, back from doing Division Three. I mean, so that's pretty much it. So they're yeah, in, a, in in a uh, kind of in a groove and or in a slot as far as what they were planning yeah. on doing. So, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully the game is not just Division Star Wars. It's something of its own uh, creation on there that they but, go and but, they do what they want to with it, you know.
1: But that's um, what I worry.
2: So. And I, I, well, that's what I worry about. Like I, and when and
1: because games as a service is such a is such is such a it's such a prevalent thing now. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, like like what 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 game can we license oh we can license harry potter okay can we turn that into a, a service model and get some money we probably can how are we going to do that like this and then they bring it to market and you know it just that's what we got and like i don't want that to be the service model you know and yeah. it, and, and what's and what's terrible is because some of those games you know might be might be pretty good you know even even though they 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 feed into this model, and I think that's kind of where us as consumers have to decide, you know, what we want to what we want to do with this. So yeah,
2: uh, to answer your question, uh, Bruce Straley, he was the director of um, looks like Uncharted two, there you go. Um, Last of Us the first one, and then Uncharted four, Thieves in. There you uh, go. So so yeah. This is yeah. a man out there making original content, you know, for for
0: folks. So, you know, it was Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. That's the game I couldn't remember. Indiana Jones, I I remember that game. Yeah, that you know, one, right. that game was fantastic.
2: Like I don't even remember that game. I know on GH Radio they were talking how they thought that game was mediocre, but you know, I don't if you want to have a online fight with uh, you know. Chris, a.k.a. Lefty Brown, talking about video games. But
0: <laughs> No, I mean, I
2: like the combat.
0: I like the yeah. fact that you could, you know, it, it actually focused more on indies, you know, hand-to-hand skills. Yeah. More so than running around, you know, solving, you know, solving puzzles. I mean, there was puzzle solving in the game. Gosh, it's been so long since I played it. But I really like the hand-to-hand combat. I mean, Melee is my favorite genre of game, so you know, if Melee is not your bag, then you're probably not going to dig. You probably wouldn't have dug uh, uh, that game. So, because the focus wasn't solving puzzles, the focus was beating the hell out of Nazis. And <laughs> that's I was I was there for that.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, the only game I think I played, in Indiana Jones, was like the old Tex Adventure ones. the uh, f- release for the pc i think i played it on the amiga of all things and then the indiana jones and temple of doom but the old coin op i don't know if you remember that one or not yeah i remember mm. that i played yeah. that yeah but i just, thought that was fun so
1: yeah but th- but again that just kind of goes back to my point it's like it's like the the machine games is known for what games
3: Wolfenstein, FPS. first person
1: yeah yes. no 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 wolfenstein what is what does indiana jones pretty much deal with Nazis. So it's yes. like okay. So I'm just like okay. So yeah, it's a it's kind of a no brainer to have them do it because they probably have already have the assets for Nazi Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh, can we do something different?
2: <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys know, but Machine Games they uh, came have they a were formed the out of Star Starbreeze, and so basically they're the same, basically the same people that did Chronicles of Riddick back in the day. So. I have more power
1: to them. But I just think I just what'd you say, Kev? Though it's like maybe they
2: can have Indiana Jones versus the Proud
0: Boys. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Modern day Indiana
1: Jones. Yeah.
2: Well, I know Chris Brown would love it then, that's, that's for sure. I don't know. But <laughs> I, again, Boys I'm just there. kind of sitting there like, okay, so, so like again, and and
1: and if you and I think it's really good to look at people's track records and see and see Indiana what Jones
0: doing. and Trump's hairpiece. <laughs> You have to find it. The, the riddle the riddle of the, the, to Find it and burn it. The riddle of the, of the, of, the hair. of the hair piece. Yeah.
1: Again, you have to find it and you have to find it and defeat it. Destroy it.
0: Whip it. <laughs> it comes to life. It's a symbiote. It's a symbiote that's caused all this havoc for the past four years. <laughs> that'd be weird.
1: That'd be some weird ass. That'd be crazy.
2: Hey, hey we'll get some money and get you to develop it, Kevin. So well, I
0: yeah. play that game. Yeah, like I know what I'm doing with game <laughs> development. Yeah, sure. I
2: play that game. Make it a fan game in Unity, I'll play it. <laughs> there you go. Oh uh, on a lighter note, let's go ahead and go transition to some other announcements. Uh SNK finally had their big to-do to unveil King of Fighters 15 on there. So there was a nice reveal video on there so we got to see some you know cutscenes, scenes of various characters including my terry and uh, so on and so forth uh um...
1: or terry i thought he was gamers terry's <laughs> i was trying to be silly never mind sorry yes. <laughs> never mind <laughs> went, went over my head dude <laughs> so but <laughs> i didn't hear the comma that's why <laughs> like my and terry so i was like i thought you said my terry and i'm like oh i know you laid claim to him
2: no, no <laughs> king of fires 15 no uh looking good uh you know i'm not seeing much as far as what's been unveiled so far so i know i talked to you a little bit uh kevin about it and you said kind of it has the taint of 14 kind of <laughs> on it, you know, a little yeah. bit yeah so and there was
0: another trailer that released uh, i think it was if it wasn't yesterday it was maybe the it was it was within the past forty-eight hours, I think. And it was a it was supposed to be like quote unquote gameplay. And yeah. it was Yuhei versus uh uh Kim. Not Kim, but uh Kyo. Kyo. Yeah. And that was the worst trailer I've ever seen for any oh, game wow. anywhere. I mean, all they literally only showed uh Yuhei using his normals, like his button presses. And the way they edited it together just made the game look like a choppy mess. It was horrible. I mean, it, 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 it and then they just showed like a very brief, uh, in game cinematic, uh, so I guess they're saying, Hey, we've got a story mode. And it, it was just the worst put edited, put together thing. It was less, it was less than a minute. It was like 45 seconds.
2: I'm watching and it, it was right just, now.
0: Yeah. it was just absolutely trash. So I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking there, I, I was watching a couple of, uh, um, I watched a couple of, uh, uh, reaction videos to SNK's, that K SNK trailer. And a couple of people said something that I didn't think of, uh, particularly as one dude, a Maximilian dude, and he said something that made a lot of sense. He's like, you don't do this, because I guess he he did um, he worked on trailers for um, uh, what was that Xbox fighting game, Killer Instinct. He oh, wow. worked with that team in editing their trailers. And he said, you don't, he said something that made a lot of sense. He said, you don't do stuff like this unless there's something you're trying to hide. That you know, mm. folks are not going to like. He said they could have just not revealed anything and just waited until they got a true gameplay trailer, and just released that. He said this. This he's, he's like, I'm not saying that there is anything that that's going on. He said, I want it to be great. I want it to be a fantastic game, but at the same time, this is not what you do. And it, it, what he said made a whole lot of sense. So. Mm. I didn't even think about it along those lines. I just thought about it as this just being a crappy trailer. <laughs> and it didn't, didn't it didn't show the game very well at all.
2: Yeah, it just seemed like the cuts were just kind of, just like you said, just kind of jarring a little bit from what they were showing. I know they're promising other character reveals coming up, so I'll we'll have to keep an eye. I have to keep the same kind of uh, um, editing style in the uh, upcoming character reveals to come on here but you know we're not talking about you know game marketing so it's like i'm going to keep an eye on this but at the same time it's like i'm paying more attention once i know there's a solid release date and I'll be able to judge the game when it comes out and it might be a thing just like you, you might probably say to kev is just to take a wait and see approach to this game once it does come out to see what kind of uh response everyone is going to give well you see the
0: thing and is this course. was supposed to be a gameplay reveal trailer that's what it was. That was it, this this particular the, the, the 45 second one. Yeah. It was build upcoming gameplay reveal and we saw next to no gameplay. We just saw Shuhei's normals. Yeah. Okay, he can punch and he can kick and he's got an overhead. Okay, great. Um this is this was not a gameplay reveal at all. You know, and, and I think the next trailer that they need to do it's really going to have to show the systems of the game, the, how does the game animate? How, how are these, how is, how does all of this stuff work together? It is actually going to have to be a gameplay trailer. And if they're in a position where they're not ready to show it, then they just need to be They just need to hunker down and get to work and create something that is really going to show people what this game is going to, is going to be doing because, the you know the fi- the crowd the, the it's it's competitive. It Arxis, Arxis is taking everybody's lunch right now.
3: <laughs>
0: Arxis is taking everybody's lunch right now. I mean, from Dragon Ball Fighters to uh, 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 that other game that that's based off that mobile. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. I've got that game too. They've got they've also got an action RPG based off that uh, uh Grand Blue, Grand Blue, Grand, oh, Blue, Grand Blue versus
3: okay. yeah.
0: Grand Blue versus uh Grand Blue Fighter, the Grand Blue versus game. They've also got the uh Grand Blue uh action RPG that looks dope as all get out. I mean, Arxis is is taking everybody's lunch, and they also got Guilty Gear coming up. These guys are now the kings of, of fighting games as far as I'm concerned because their mechanics are solid, their their animation is on point, their graphics are ridiculously good. I mean, Capcom and SNK, they're going to have to step up. They're really going to have to step up because as far as I'm concerned, they're the kings. And if KOF, uh, as uh, with its long history... um. Which and 13 was probably the best that game has ever looked. It was comp, the mechanics were hard as hell, but it was the best that game has ever looked. If they can't compete with what Arxis is doing, I mean, I I think they're going to be left. I think they're going to be left. Because fighting games is not as a whole, I mean, it's it, they're popular, but they're not as popular as they used to be in the 90s. You know, from a mass market appeal, folks are playing, you know, Fortnite and all that other nonsense. You know, yeah,
3: they, they, there's they a smaller a
0: group. Yeah, yeah, they are. A, there's a smaller pool of money in which to compete for. And I'm sorry, Arxis, they're the king. And you got to be able to step up. And from what I've seen at KOF
2: 15, I'm worried
0: that they can't step up.
2: We'll see. Also, they announced in the reveal trailer. At least they had uh, other announcements. Uh, they have a King of Fighters 14 Ultimate Edition on there, so you know, you know, big deal as far as just has all the DLC fighters added to the uh, game on there. I know that they're supposed to release a physical version of it, but it's uh, going through Picks and Love Publishing, the same people that brought out like some of the other stuff in in the UK and Europe. On here, I was looking at possibly picking up physical but it's like okay 80 bucks nah i'm good bro you think that game's worth 80 bucks Hell no. okay no 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 but
0: again i'm judging it off other criteria if no if, if they would have called it world heroes yeah 14 if they would have called uh king of fighters 14 world heroes 4 or world how many world heroes games there were two there's no well, there's two and then there was jet so I, if you consider no, jet,
2: There's Perfect, and then there's like another iteration of Perfect as well. Four or five. So if this was World Heroes 5, I'd
0: have no problems with it. But it ain't KOF game. Sorry.
2: Okay. Another thing they announced was King of Fighters 2002 Ultimate Match is going to be releasing for PS4. And we're going to have that rollback netcode on there. So that might be something we'll take a look at. I'm pretty sure out of all the games they announced, this is probably the one you kind of would maybe take a look at, Kev, right? which one king of fighters 2002 ultimate Unlimited
0: yeah match. I, yeah i would look at uh, i would I, at this point i would be more interested in ultimate match than i am 15 <laughs> yeah actually i would even be even like more like you know 98 you know i would go back and play i would go i would be more interested in 98 uh than than what than 15 right now and 98 was fantastic
2: well, to see. I'm not sure if uh, 98 has that rollback net code or not. i have to take a look to see, but we'll see on that. And then they also had some Samurai Showdown uh, content to announce on. There. I guess they're on their season three pass already. And so they are releasing Cham Cham in sometime in March, but they're bringing Yay! the character over from Last Blade 2, uh, Hibiki uh Katane, uh, mm-hmm. which is in Last Blade Two, is coming over to Samurai Showdown. So, and then also too, I don't know if is you guys have been guy? paying. Is that the blonde d- guy? No, no, it's actually a, a,
0: it's a, a female girl, samurai. Oh. Male,
2: yeah, okay. female samurai. The brunette kind of oh, okay. plays
0: along the lines of Ukio Tachibana yeah. from Samurai Showdown. Okay. she she's the 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 hidden what I call it the hidden blade style. Well, not hidden blade, but the sheath blade. Okay. Uh, yeah, kind of like Ukio.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if you guys are aware, but Samurai Showdown, for whatever reason, it's not getting a next-gen upgrade because uh, S N K has decided to re- release the next-gen upgrade for the game exclusively for the Xbox Series X and S. So uh, they are getting um, a physical release of Samurai Showdown for uh, Xbox Series X and S. It's going to come out on March 16th uh, this coming year. On here, and they are advertising that the game is going to have 120 frames per second gameplay on the Series X on here. So, but uh, one thing that kind of came up from this, as far as this announcement, too, is that um, there's no mention of this releasing for the PS5 whatsoever on here. In fact, it's not even listed in the store anymore on there for Samurai Showdown, the first game on there. I think you could still play it back compat if you want, but uh, there's some sort of exclusivity that Microsoft has with this. And the thing is, I I never heard of a fighting game running in 120 frames per second. It's always been 60 frames that everyone was worried about. So that's one thing I'm kind of curious about to see if 120 frames really makes a difference with a fighting game or not on that. But uh, if you do happen to play on the series at S and X, Um, it's going to have smart delivery enabled, so you'll be able to move your save over from the Xbox One, and then also, if you buy the physical version, it's going to come with Season Pass 1 characters, which includes Rumumu, Basara, Kazuki, and Wanfu, and then also, they're going to throw in Cham Cham as well. Yay, Cham Cham. So is this on Game Pass, or is this this outside of Game Pass? Outside of Game Pass, yeah, it's not yeah, a game pass thing, it's
0: well, then nobody on the Xbox is gonna buy it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it. I mean, a lot, a lot of people that were talking about this being released for the Xbox One is, is like basically saying, Well, they haven't even released this for Steam yet. They they kind of gated this game away on Epic Game Store, and because they did that, no one's playing online, no one's actually there's no community has been fostered with uh, them tenting it over on the Epic Game Store. And uh, for whatever reason, they took that Epic money to kind of separate this game from where PC players normally play. And so it's like, yeah, it's just been kind of dead for this game on here and I'm thinking they're making another misstep by um, making the exclusive, at least the next-gen upgrade for Xbox, in my opinion because, you know... Uh,
0: yeah, the community the fighting community is nowhere near what it is on PlayStation. No, I, I granted you get the money where you're going to get the money so I say kudos to Xbox for even doing something like that so maybe they're trying to make a change with their perception and broaden their appeal but Nah, the, the fighting game community is on PlayStation, and it's on Steam. That, that That's really where it is right now. I,
2: would you think about double-dipping on this game on the Xbox, or hails the no-no? No,
0: because I'm not buying any more fight sticks. It, 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 that mm-hmm. and, and there is no way that that Xbox controller is, is going to be in any way useful in a 2D fighting game. Sorry. Oh, that D-pad that <laughs> that, D- is pretty I,
2: good, though. That D-pad is pretty good, so...
0: Mm-mm. I don't trust it.
2: Can't trust it. I, no, can't, can't trust, trust it. it. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: I could probably get like a Brooks bridge and use like a Dual Shock on it. That would be the only way I would play it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I've got I, I got fighting sticks that I don't use right now. I'm not buying anymore.
2: Yeah, and I have Samurai Zone, which I bought and have not played on PS4, and I'm I'm just gonna rock that at least over there and. I installed it. So it's a, that's the first step, right? So. Yeah. And I could, I, there was something about this again. I, I
0: think S and uh, raster art is, is wonderful. Their 2d graphics art is fantastic. I just couldn't get into that 3d style that they had for Samurai showdown. It just didn't look right. It, it, that's that's not this you know, and maybe I'm just an old old man old man show over here, but that just did not look like Samurai Showdown. I want my Samurai Showdown to look like. I like yeah. those two D raster graphics. I like. I don't that that three D look, just just looks clunky
2: even just samurai 64 crunky. that we played I think at Golfland way back in the day I no, always wow. thought that mm. samurai 64 was kind of mm. wow at the best like kind of just eh. I haven't thought about that in a minute yeah.
0: yeah this just does not look like a samurai showdown game to me it, it it just doesn't I I wish it did you know like I said uh 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 the folks that do fighters I mean those guys all their art is done in 3D, but they have so they have so many masks and layers in their art style that it looks like it's hand-drawn 2D art. If it don't look like that, and and I ain't I ain't trying to see it, it it. I mean, I'm I'm at that point with when it comes to 2D fighting games. You know, this just just doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And then one last thing I got, uh, we talked about it earlier in our like uh, main event section, but Outriders has been delayed on there. They have bumped the uh, February 2nd release date to April the 1st on here. And they um, People Can Fly have announced that a free demo featuring the first few hours of the game will be launching on February 25th on there. It's going to be available for PS4. PS5, Series X, Xbox One, and PC via Steam at launch, and Stadia is coming later. So for you poor Stadia fans out there, well, I'm too bad, so sad. So <laughs> on here. But uh, basically, the free demo is going to have a uh, give everyone a chance to play the first few hours of the game with all four classes in both single-player and co-op on there, and you'll be able to bring all your progression from the demo to the actual full game. on this. yes so yes
1: that's how you do it people yeah. yes that's so, how you get nice people to play your demo right there
2: yeah so definitely looking into it but yeah we'll definitely be playing this uh, on the ps4 or slash ps5 depends if you get the upgrade in in, in time des or not, uh, not oh i don't 20. know I'm like, i'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of like,
1: if I get a PS5, at this point, I'm just like, if I get a PS5, I get a PS5. I'm not really worried about it anymore.
2: <laughs> I keep looking for it, but it's like, uh, I was trying to queue up one on Sony Rewards, like, the other day, like, yesterday. And, yeah, it was just like, it's a big shit show, basically, every time it comes up online, so. I, I can't, but the thing that kills me is I just can't believe it's still going
1: on for as long as it has. It's like, damn, like, shouldn't have all, shouldn't all the bots have been, you know,
2: satiated by now? I don't, I don't know if the scalpers are satiated or not. They're probably, like, you know, every online auction's dipping, like, $5, $10 lower, you know, because, like, you know, there's all the supplies in the hand of people that are reselling it, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. so
3: horrible.
2: But, yeah, we're definitely looking toward forward to Outriders, so definitely uh, once the demo comes out, uh, we will, you know, maybe even, God forbid, have a uh, Gaming Vessels game night. There might be something on the docket to go in and try to do so. So we'll definitely let you know. But uh, that's all for news this uh, episode, sirs. Well, all right. So
0: contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's where you want to want to send your, uh, if you've heard uh, something that you want to respond, if you'd like to be on the show, and uh, get your opinions on this wonderful hobby of gaming out to the people that enjoy our show. You're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, also, we have a very vibrant Discord channel. So again, there is no there's no prerequisite, there's no wait hold off period that you got to go through. Uh, you just click the click the link in our Twitter feed or in our uh, where you download uh, this podcast in whatever podcast aggregate program you use. There's a link there for you to join our Discord. We've got a lot of stuff going on, so that is welcome to any and all. Uh, individually, we have our, uh, well, we also have a Twitter channel, uh, Twitter page that's at Gaming Vessels. And individually, we have our own social media channels. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuf71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. I'm also on PSN, and my PSN handle is Shonuf7, same spelling with the number 7. I'm on Xbox Live at Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. And I'm on Steam as Shonuff71, same spelling as before. And I also have a Switch friends code, but I forgot to include it, and so I don't have it memorized. So uh, in, in the next week's show, I will be sure to add my Nintendo Switch uh, friends code. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man?
1: All righty. So you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at the Nemo Six, T H E N E M O S I X, and you can find me on uh, both Xbox um, Live if I plug in and uh, PSN um, at uh, Nemo Tigger, N E M O T G G R. Uh, Joe, where can folks find you, buddy?
2: Uh, as far as on Twitter, I'm at Joe Fongul J O E F O N G U L, on PSN. Also on Ubi Play, I am actually now PSN and Steam. It's Kamunagara K A M U N A G A R A, Xbox and Uplay. I am Kamunagara six nine nine five K A M U N A G A R A six nine nine five. My Nintendo friends code is going to be four seven one two five nine five three. 1409 on there. If you do send me a friend request, make sure that it, you mention it is from the show because I've gotten a few friend requests on PSN. Yeah. And they want yeah. me to be their close friend and I'm like saying, "Okay, yeah. I don't know you, son." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So say yeah. that again for the folks in the back. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. we I and and again, I don't I'm not sure that these are listeners. I think these are bots. It's oh, yeah. bots,
2: yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah so, yeah. so, but but yeah. If if you if you'd like to be uh, join us on any uh, of our game platforms, just say just put in you know GVP. You don't have to write a long dissertation. Just say hey GVP. Yeah. And, and that also, way we know you're listener.
1: Yeah. And also I'm I I'll need to get my friends code as well because you know with 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 Monster Hunter coming out, we wanna we wanna be
0: able to be able to play with folks. So. Oh, for and sure. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and switch on notifications to get informed of new episodes released as soon as they come out. So, folks, that's going to bring Gaming Vessels episode 110 to a close for Trader Joe, the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar. And for Dez, cat daddy, Bay Area terror, high res hater.
3: (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is shown up 71 signing out saying we'll be back next week with a new show peace